0: Welcome to the GNA Podcast, Games, Nerds, and Alcohol, where we, well, where I usually get drunk and talk about stuff, but this episode, I am not drinking because I, I don't know, it's too, it's late in the night, I'm getting old, I don't know what it is, but I just haven't been feeling so well, so just to avoid me getting not well-er, are those words, am I sure I haven't been drinking? I don't know. Maybe I have been drinking. I don't know where I'm going to call it, but I'm going to say I haven't been drinking. Anywho, welcome to the show tonight. We are, actually I am, just chilling out here. I'm actually playing a few games and I'm just going to bullshit about some Subnautica. I've actually been playing that a bunch lately and it's a great old game. I think it's uh, it's worth talking about. Um, I think Damoc at one point in time told me about it. And I just cross it off as another survival game. And I still cross it off as another survival game. But it's a fun survival game. We've been playing uh, Seven Days to Die as well in the, in the Discord. There's been a... We actually set up a new server for Seven Days to Die. Because ironically, that was a game that we played a lot. Just in general. I mean, that was uh, back in the day where... Jeez. <sighs> vintage Co... Shadow Fox, hell, I think even Blue Shark was playing it. So, just back in the day where people were still playing games. It was good stuff, fun stuff, had a great time. But, anywho, we were... What were we talking about? What was I talking about? I don't know, what was I talking about? I don't remember anymore. Oh, yeah, Tabnautica. Well, actually, let's first go into what am I drinking. Well, absolutely nothing. I am drinking a big old glass of water because I want... To be hydrated. That's it. That's all I got. I know it's super lame, isn't it? Games, nerds, and alcohol. It's a, it's a it's a show about alcohol. And we're not even drinking. But I can tell you what I had been drinking. And I still, every day, all day long, I will talk about this. And I will pimp it out. Misunderstood whiskey. It's ginger spice whiskey. If you have not tried it, please, for the love of God, go check it out. It is so yummy. Just I can't say enough good things about it. So go check it out. Really good, really, really yummy. Um, Super, super ginger flavor to it, but it's got, it's it's got, it's the best way I can describe it. I hate describing it this way. It's kind of like um, if you like Captain Morgan spiced rum, it's got that kind of spice to it where it's got that really great spiciness. and just a lot of flavor. Like it just, it's, it kind of assaults the palate really hard. And it just mixes so well with so many things. So it's uh, it's definitely go check it out. That's what, I, that's what I drank on the show last time. I was drinking misunderstood whiskey and apple cider. And man, they mix well together. It really mixes well with, um, with everything. It mixes well with eggnog. If you're, you're an eggnog fan, it definitely mixes well with eggnog. Has a great flavor there as well. Um, but yeah, just, just check it out. Just, just go check it out if you get a chance because it's worth your time. At least I think it's worth your time. Anyway, anyway, state of games. State of games is where we or I talk about what I've been playing for the past, whatever, or pontificate about where I am, uh, or where I feel I am or what I feel games are today, you know, just basically whatever I feel. But I'm gonna tell you about what I've been playing, and I have been playing a bunch of Destiny 2, a bunch of uh, Iron Banner's been out. I'm trying to get prepped up for the new content that's down that's coming out soon. And yeah, there's just a lot to it, and I'm, I'm not super excited about having to prep up to just just to feel valid when the uh, when the first. First content drops. You know the first uh, first couple of days of um, of new content. I'm tripping over my words. My brain's just not working today. <sighs> but um, I'm just uh, I'm just trying to get uh, some bounty set up. Get my iron bounty set up. You know, stock out some bounty so that when it does come time for me to go play, I've got uh, I you know at least I've got you know the bulk of it done, and I can. I can just go have, you know, hopefully be a, feel a little bit more valid in the game right off the bat and not be so far behind. It just, I've been playing so much catch up because I took some time off. So now I'm really just trying to catch back up and I don't know. So hopefully, you know, I'll feel, I'll feel much better about it once it, uh, you know, once I actually lock stock and get ready to rock into it. But yeah, I've been playing Destiny 2. We also have, as I said, we have a Seven Days to Die server up which is bitchin'. It's a really fun game. If you haven't played 7 Days to Die, Alpha 20 just came out. What does that mean to you? It doesn't mean a goddamn thing to you. But Alpha 20 just came out, so go pick up the fucking game and go play. <laughs> it's good stuff. If you jump into our Discord, you'll actually check out and find that we have... Um, that we, have, we actually have a, a... What's his face going? A... Um, uh, Discord or uh, uh, seven days to die server. That's GNA. It's GNA seven days to drink, I think is what I named it. I know I'm lame, but hey, suck second, it. it's my server. I can do whatever I want. Uh, I'm actually going to be jumping on and playing a little bit of Subnautica while I play because why the hell not? If I'm going to be talking about Subnautica, I might as well be playing it, right? Works out. So let's get into this. Subnautica made by. Crap! It literally just flashed up on the screen, and I missed it. What the crap, Steve? What the crap, Cecil? Uh, Subnautica made by Unknown Worlds Entertainment. Um, I also don't know what else they made, but they do have an expansion to Subnautica. If you're if you like Subnautica, if you've played it, and you're like, oh man, this is awesome, go check out the expansion as well. The expansion is pretty boss. Um anywho uh so subnautica is a survival game and that, you know as i said as i said at the beginning i just kind of wrote it off as a another survivor game or survival game but i got to admit it's it definitely feels like it's more than just a survival game it uh i don't know it's pretty fun <laughs> i mean I, I guess most games that, that you like are, are fun but this one has has a unique level of funness to it 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 gives you that sense of claustrophobia which any good survival game does. It gives you that um that kind of immediate sense of oh crap, I'm really on my own. And it does it well. Like uh you start off it 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 doesn't like 7 Days to Die or Rust or uh you know even like Conan Exiles all that crap. They all start off with a uh, they, they just drop you into a world and they give you nothing to kind of go along with it, to kind of give you any backstory or, or what's happening. In Subnautica, you you start off literally on a ship that is crashing. You know, there's fire all around you and you jump into an escape pod and, and escape and splash down into water. And the first thing that you got to do is actually jump up out of your seat and grab a fire extinguisher and put everything out. So it's it it starts off a lot different in my opinion than a lot of other survival games it doesn't just doesn't just jump you into oh this is the suck and you then have to deal with the suck it it kind of eases you in a bit and that ease in really does make it a little bit more I don't know, accessible? I, I guess it feels more accessible at the beginning. You really, you start off with nothing. You've got a fire extinguisher and and that's it. So the first thing you do is, of course, you get out of your ship or you, or you go underneath it. But however you do, you get out, you end up exterior to your escape pod and look over and see, well, the ship that you were on crash landed into whatever, uh, you know, into the water. And you look around and it's, you know, it's you're, you're expecting to see Kevin Costner show up on a boat because it's literally water world. There is nothing, absolutely nothing around you. Uh, just water, water, water. <laughs> the old, old thing, water, water everywhere, not a drop to drink. Well, that's how this game is. And you do have to micromanage your water and caloric intake. So it does give you an extended level of micromanagement that some survival games don't give you. Some survival games do give you. But they're actually, you know, it. It, it gives you that extra level of micromanagement that I guess it all depends on how you feel about it. I, I dug it. I enjoyed it. I like it. I I like how they're going for it. I like where they're going with it. So I'm digging it. Um, and it's the only, the only big problem that I guess I, could, I do find with it is that you get thirsty and you get hungry very quickly in the game. Um, but the day night cycle is extended, so it's not, it's not like you're, you know, you're just arbitrarily getting hungry and it just, it, it's, super quick, you know, it's, it's taking into account that you are, you know, that, that the day night cycle is quicker, you know, that it's, it's going quicker, so you're getting hungrier, um. I don't know. I, I, I let's let's chat about that for a second. Let's 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 pontificate about that. Yeah, I love that word. Blue if you're listening just just eat it back cuz you know what? I like that word. It's a good word. It's a, it's a it's a 10 dollar word. Um but anyway, so we let's let's take a let's talk about that whole you know, that whole survival aspect of it. Um, I I like games that have that bit of, that level of micromanagement in it. Um, The Long Dark, uh, I I really like The Long Dark. Um, I won't play The Long Dark anymore because of the the asshats of a developer and what they did um with NVIDIA GeForce. Now, I just I, I don't I don't like their practice, so that I just I won't play the game anymore. Even though I've gotten it multiple places and I've. Probably gotten it for free even more places. But um but there's that level of micromanagement where you've got to deal with food and and water and thirst. It's just that it I, I think Valhelm nailed it the best, and and I really like how Valhelm did it, which was when you got thirsty, things took you longer to do. So it wasn't it wasn't necessarily that, you know, you died, which I mean, in realistic terms, you would, of course, die if you ran out of food or ran out of water. But I like how Valhelm did it because Valhelm just turned around and said, hey, here you go. You're just going to take longer to do stuff or you're easier to kill because you haven't eaten. Um, But then again, Subnautica came out well before uh, Valhelm. So... And I guess I can't. I can't knock them for that. Would I like to see an update? If there's a way to mod it, I think I would mod it to make that thirst, uh, that thirst cycle, a little bit more forgiving because it is. It's a pain in the ass. It really is. Um, having to constantly like you're, you're spending so much time looking for food and water. So if there's anything that you're going to do, like if you're like, well, I love these survival games, but I'm going to mod the hell out of it. The first thing I would mod would be go mod the hell out of that, like mod your thirst and your hunger so that it doesn't necessarily take nearly as long to, to deal with. Um, but taking, taking that part aside, uh, taking the, the hunger level aside from it and that thirst mechanic, um, the game is, is just got a genuine aspect of exploration. And if you've ever known, if you've ever listened to me, if you've ever heard me drone on about no man's sky, I love, I love that exploration portion of games. Uh, it really scratches an itch for me. And Subnautica scratches that itch. It scratches a portion of that itch that really makes it um, the it makes it fun to look around. Uh, and, and you e- and it eases you into it. So you start off and you fabricate, or I think you've got like a small oxygen tank, or you've got no oxygen tank, I can't even remember. But it, it's you don't have much in the in the frame of you're spending a lot of time in the water. Um, so you don't got a lot of time. But as you further look through stuff, you, you know, you get a repair tool, you repair the, the escape pod that you're on and you start working your way forward and, and start, you know, you, you start unlocking more as you explore. And as you, as you experiment and stuff, you, you find more things. So it's really cool in that aspect, that, uh, exploration portion of it. And that exploration portion of it really is what keeps bringing me back to the game. In fact, um, Probably when I'm done with the show, I'm going to continue playing because, well, it's fun. It's genuinely a fun game. I like exploring. I like looking around. And they didn't make the planets necessarily lifeless. Um, so that, that, that's one thing that's a little annoying about No Man's Sky is that it's procedurally generated. And in being procedurally generated, there's like you can get a lot of worlds where there's not all that much there. It's uh, it's not really an enjoyable Um it's not really an enjoyable exploration. Because you're just really looking at the same thing over and over and over and over and over, and over again. Uh it's just slightly different. So there's you know, there, there, No Man's Sky has gotten better in the in the aspect of there is more to do. So there's more activities and more things to to kind of figure out, but or, or more things to, to look for. But it's really no Man's Sky scratches another style of itch for me when it comes to exploration. But that's not with Subnautica. That's, Subnautica really gives me a, a a genuine, I'm searching around and I'm unfolding this world. And the world is pretty big to begin with. Um, and of course, it makes you, you know, it gives you, well, not of course, um, unlike some other games, other survival games where they really make you rely on... What's the best way to describe it? They make you, they make you rely on, like, uh, what's it like? uh, Maybe read, not read. I mean, not that reading is a bad thing, but just they make you rely on flavor text on items and picking up notes, and basically, it's 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 forcing a barren world on you, but not. It's a lot of games force a barren world on you, and they incre- they keep that barren, that aloneness by literally making you alone and making no actual contact, and all all information you gather is you know books left, um, uh, notes left, or, or something along those lines. So it really makes it um, really makes the world troubling and lifeless because. You know, you don't you don't have something to look for, but in Subnautica, they continuously, or at least the beginning part, they continuously have, you know, uh, your your distress signal has reached out and, and asked for and called for help. So the cool part is your distress signal or your distress beacon is sending out um, sending out, and people are calling in saying, "Hey, we're coming to find you." And you then uh, I think you unlock how your ship got destroyed in the first place or how your ship got taken down because. Your ship just randomly crashed, um, but when you get in, when you get in and find out, and you start, uh, you, you get a call. And, and spoiler, this isn't the really beginning parts of the game, though. So, I mean, if, if you haven't gotten this far, this is really spoiling it. Then sorry, but spoiler, you might want to turn it off for this few moments. There's, uh, you find this alien kind of building, uh, almost like an artifact. And when you find it, you're you're staring at it like, well, geez, what is this thing? And you're waiting for a, a group of – what's his face? A group of people to come find you. And, you know, you're getting excited because you're like, oh, man, I'm getting off this planet. And it, it kind of – like I knew something was going to happen because there's no way that uh, – there's no way that it could – it would leave you at, hey, now you got off this planet type of thing. Uh, you know, there, there was bound to be something else where, oh – it's going to make you go do this type of thing. Like, oh, something's going to happen. And of course, something does. The The alien ship that you observe all of a sudden, or not ship, a uh, building that you observe turns into a giant weapon and blows the ship out of the sky, which if you think about it, your, your ship's flying along doing a uh, flyby of this planet and in following by and going by this planet, all of a sudden, it gets a big old shot hit to it by this whatever this defense system is, and uh, you know it gets taken down. Um, another aspect of the game is you start unlocking. So it's it's there's a whole lot to this game, and I have I've just scratched the surface. I'm playing. Um, you know, I think I've just got the ultra density air tank unlocked or whatever. Um, but there is so much to this game, and it takes a so it takes a survival mechanism and it extends it out to you go from surviving to living. Um, and if anybody who's a sur uh, amateur survivalist or an, a, a pro survivalist, I don't care, but anybody who's a survivalist or keeps up on that type of thing, uh, knows of the difference between a, between surviving and, and living, you know, there, there's a transition period there and it's, 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 it's actually really cool. Um, because as you, as you transition from surviving to living, you know you go you go from living day to day and and finding enough calories to keep you alive, to um, well to to literal to now I'm now I'm living here now I'm I've got a house now I'm I'm comfortable I'm not I'm not surviving day to day I'm actually living I'm. It's, it's it's an interesting concept, and I guess it's really hard for me to describe right now, and I don't know why it's so hard for me to describe right now. But um, the game really does have that transition of, and that's that kind of link over from surviving to living. Uh, there's a whole bunch of base building in it, and I've seen some really incredible bases, and I've seen some really like really crappy bases, but. I mean, I guess it all it all depends on how you want to build it. I I've, I've also seen some like some of the more incredible bases I've seen are actually really Spartan, like they're almost like tiny home bases. Uh I I, I guess you just have to see them to, to to describe it, but like it's it's they're really compact in design, but they have everything in there and it doesn't seem like have you ever seen those tiny homes. From the outside it's like, "Oh my god, it's a 3 by 5 box." But then when you get inside you're like, "Oh, it's actually kind of comfortable this actually this is actually pretty good so this is a this is maximum utilization of space and it's pretty boss uh, so i I really I really dig some of the bases some of the smaller compact bases um, that are in it uh, now let's get on to the survival part now we've already talked about that there is a level of survival where you've got to micromanage your Uh, micromanage your oh my god maybe i have been drinking i just don't know it uh your food and water there we go god i know i'd get to it eventually um so we've already talked about how you have to micromanage your food and water uh, and there is a day and night cycle which is pretty cool and the, the, look to be honest the the environment is a very pretty environment and then when it turns nighttime and you see a whole bunch of bioluminescent fish and bioluminescent plants it really the whole world just just pops and there's a lot of different things that can kill you which is really really cool because you start off and you're thinking to yourself all right well i'm just gonna deal you know i'm just gonna run around with this and stuff and then like there's this leviathan or something pops out and like just wrecks your face just absolutely wrecks your face uh it's, it's actually like there is a distinct level of horror in the game. And I don't think it's necessarily by design. I, I think it just naturally becomes a scary game because you are like, if you ever scuba died before? You know, like wearing goggles, things can get very claustrophobic. And it's it almost gives that level of claustrophobia with with when you're playing because you like you know you've got a limited field of view i mean of course you can change your field of view to like 120 or something but i mean, I mean that's artificial it, it's it's not an actual field of view but it um, you know you've got a limited field of view and you're swimming around at a, at a very you know at a, at a swimming speed and there are things that will just leap out and attack you and and, and try to kill you and it's really wild that uh, you know, just as as you as you play, and these things are just they're. I don't know. It's just, it's just the, the world comes to life in a, in a very, very unique way that uh, I think is is really tough in a survival game, um, and that the that a majority of the game is underwater makes it even you know that much creepier because. You know, now you're dealing with a whole slew of, of other um, avenues of other things that you got to deal with. So, like, it's really, really fun that you get so many of these things that jump out at you and try to kill you. And some, some of them will, like, just grab a hold of you and boom, you're wrecked. And there's other things that will just, like, nibble at your heels type of thing. And you're like, why the hell is this thing killing me? Uh, and, and playing, especially playing when, the, when it's nightfall in the game. Is a genuine level of spookiness because you uh, you, know, you can't quite see what's coming around. Now you eventually get like a flashlight, which is cool, and you get uh, other things, other tools like scanning tools, which that's how you actually unlock. So, okay, base building. I kind of I kind of trailed off from there for a little bit, but you go to start off your base building, and while you're doing your base building. Um, or how you start off your base building is the ship that you were on, well, blew up and crashed. And then it eventually gets a lot worse. And then when you go closer to it, you can actually start scanning some of the different pieces that came from the ship. And in the process of scanning the things that came from the ship, you unlock making new buildings or making new parts to a building. So it um, it's really kind of awesome. And like you you... You can you get a continuous uh, you continuously find stuff that allows you allows you to make better parts or more parts to a base. So it's really cool. Uh, but anyways, where was I? I kind of got off track there. Um, base building. Oh yeah, things killing you. So you'll be running around, and of course you you know you you get a knife, and then um uh, you get different things that you can use to defend yourself with later. different tools repair tools and actually found out so I, i actually was trying to when i was first experimenting in the game or first exploring in the game i was trying to figure out what the what the best way to explore would be and the only thing i had was a fire extinguisher so i got in the water and i said well geez let me just use this fire extinguisher so i literally used the fire extinguisher as a form of propulsion so i could um I literally got in the water and then started using the fire. And it worked like in my mind, it should have worked. And in theory, it should have worked. And in practice, it worked. And it was really cool because I launched myself. I forget how I got, I got super close to, um, I got super close to the ship. And when I got there, I was like, all right, cool. Found the ship. Well, I used all my, um, I used all my juice to get there. I, I never really, I really contemplated how I was going to get back. Um, so there I am, I find out very quickly that the ship is radioactive and I'm absorbing rads like crazy. So that kind of, that kind of struck me as a whoopsie later on, you of course get ways that you can travel around better and not, uh, not take on damage from things like that. But, you know, at the time I was just being very new to the game and very rambunctious of like, well, you know, let me go check this out. Let me see what I can do here. Uh, but yeah, there's little things like that, that if you kind of think outside the box, you can you know really make some things happen and make it uh, make it work. So it's really cool in that aspect. Um, so as you progress in the game, the, the story unfolds and I'm going to try. I'm not going to give away a whole bunch of story because I, I hate it when people give away story on me. So I'm not going to do it to you. But there is a cool portion where, um, course, already told you that another ship tries to get you and gets blown up. But you end up looking for different ways of trying to, you know, just trying to survive and then transition from survive to living. And in that process, uh, So in that process, you end up getting a whole lot of story that goes along with it. And so far what I figured out is you're on the planet, you get infected with whatever is on this planet, and it means that you can't disable this huge weapon, so you can't get off the planet. Which ends, of course, ends up being a bit of a pain in the ass because, well, you don't want to be on this planet, but you're stuck on this planet. They're kind of trailing off here I got um yeah, <laughs> honestly I keep pausing because I'm uh I'm trying trying to find something in here so so it's really fun because you as you start going through uh, you start being able to dive deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and the farther you go down of course um the less you know the less oxygen you have so one of the things that I liked about it is that well okay so during scuba diving as you go down further and further underwater, the air that you have compresses. So you are it, – it takes up – basically, think of it like um, – best way to think about it. Think of it like a group of people in the middle of summer, okay? they're uh, Imagine them being stark naked and just standing there in a group. Well, that group is then all of a sudden they uh, – let's say it gets cold, well, all of a sudden, those people who are standing farther apart all of a sudden start standing closer together. It's kind of like what air does. Um, when you go farther and farther down, it uh, it's, I guess, the best lack of a better term, it's getting colder, so it's getting closer together. But really, that's not what's happening. It's not getting colder. It's just it's compressing down, and the molecules are getting closer and closer together. So every time you take a breath of air, you're taking more of the air that you had in one breath. So instead of taking, you know, i don't know a cup of air let's say so let's say you normally breathe and you normally breathe a cup of air well when the air becomes compressed you're still breathing that you are still breathing that same cup of air but since the air is compressed there's more air in that cup i don't know i'm not a scientist so it's i trying to describe it as a little bit difficult But anyhow, um, so that's one of the things that I like about the game is that the air actually lasts you less time. So it gives you a little counter. know you have 30 seconds of air. Well, if you go down past 100 meters in the game, which I think it's 100 meters. But anyways, if you go down past 100 meters in the game, it says that your air is going to last less time, which logically is what happens. Your air doesn't last nearly as long down the farther you go which is a dis, uh, disadvantage of scuba diving. When you scuba dive down really low, you know the one tank of air that you have doesn't last. So 100 ccs of air won't last you, you well know, I think it'll last you like 30 minutes at 60 foot or 90 foot. Yeah, well, if it lasts you an okay so if it lasts you an hour uh, if it lasts you an hour on the surface, it will last you 30 minutes at I think 33 feet. And then 15 minutes at 90 feet, if I'm getting my math right. Okay, don't don't trust me on that. Look that up. But anyways, I don't even know why I'm getting off on this tangent of scuba diving. Um, other than <laughs> other than the game actually has a great aspect in it of when you dive farther and farther down, your air. Takes up or, or lasts less time, which is a great little realistic feature. Now in the game, it becomes a huge pain in the ass because when you want to go down and explore caves or something, your air doesn't last nearly as long when you start diving. So as you start diving down, um, your air doesn't last nearly as long. You get stuck in a cave and you're like, Oh crap, I want to, I've got to get out of here and, or, or, or I've got to turn around and get out of here, but your air doesn't ne- nearly last as long. So you go down in and then you get stuck and then you end up drowning. Fun part is that, just like in real life, you can carry multiple tanks on you. Um, now, in real life, you just have multiple tanks c- c- you know, attached to the same air or tame same circuit, and you're just breathing it all, and you just look at how much pressure you have and eventually your pressure goes down to you know whatever and you leave because you know how much pressure you have but in subnautica you can just have an extra tank sitting in your inventory and then when you're running out of air in your current tank you just select and equip the other tank and then you now have your air back so it's really handy that way you can also get a rebreather in subnautica i haven't unlocked that i've unlocked the ability to build it i haven't built it yet um and a rebreather is just exactly what it sounds like. It takes the air that you breathe out and it recycles it and makes it so that's air you can breathe again. Um, fun fact about rebreathers though. It's a lot different than breathing compressed air. The big difference about it is that you're breathing in. Warmer air, or sometimes even warm air, because it's your hot breath that comes out, and it recycles that hot breath into air that you then breathe in. So it's a little disconcerting if you ever actually are thinking about hey, that rebreather thing sounds cool. Um, just be prepared for that because that's not something that anybody ever told me right away, and it was just something that kind of like like oh hey, <laughs> look at that, that's crazy. Ah, uh-huh. so yeah, you can get a rebreather in the game, and there's it's just there's there's a lot of little fun realistic things in it that make the game that little bit more believable like uh, l- more immersive that's that's the that's what i look for it's more immersive and I, I really like i'm a huge fan of uh, um, immersion in video games because i mean you know, you 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 play video games to I don't know, escape your life or whatever. And if you can really immerse yourself in it and really feel like you're you're in that world, it just makes it that much funner, I guess, to me. Um, you know, to play. But those little, immer- those little extra immersion touches—you know—it's those finer details. You know, the, what do they say? The devil's in the details. Um, it's in those finer little details that really make the game. Um, Strive, you know, really, it really makes it stand out. Uh, it, it, it lets you kind of dive in and it's. It's unique when a game can kind of suck you in and time just starts to fly by. I've been playing video games a long, long time, and I'm going to be perfectly honest. Games don't do that to me anymore. They just, uh, you know, it, it takes a very, very unique game to even even close to glimpse of me like losing time but subnautica is, is one of those games and it's it's been a long time since i played a game that really will make my time just disappear um and subnautica is a 100% one of those games I, I the first time that i started playing it which was a long time after it came out because it came out oh jeez when did this game come out hold on now i got to look that up when was its release? 2014. 2014. So this game is, you know, no spring chicken. It's been out for a while. And that it, well, um, one, it holds up. I mean, it still looks beautiful even to this day, which is amazing for a game. Um, you know, Seven Days to Die has been out, I want to say, maybe it's long. And it, it, has, it doesn't look great. I mean, it looks good. Don't get me wrong. But it doesn't look great. But Subnautica looks really does look great. Um, the art style really holds up. It uh, it's cartoonish, you know. It um, kind of I do not say Borderlands esque because Borderlands uses a lot of cell shading and it relies heavily on shadows and cell shading. Um, and this game does rely on cell shading a little bit, and that's what gives it that cartoony feel. But it. I don't know. It looks good. It looks and feels good. Just when I say feel, you know, the visual feel of it. So, yeah. Where was I going? I got I gotta get off, I get off all these tangents. It's a lot easier when you're talking to somebody. Just you know, well, talk with them, and uh, and you know, kind of bounce things off of them, and then things feel just a lot better. But I'm alone tonight, so it's it's kind of hard. Maybe I should just not be playing. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Maybe I should just stop playing the game yeah, because I just can't seem to hold my attention or, or hold my uh, my thought process of, of what I'm trying to say. Um, all right. What have we gone over? We've gone over the survival aspect of it, how pretty it is. I think I've said that a bunch of times. A brief overview of some story on it. Which uh, there's a lot more to the story. I just have not uh, have not touched it. Uh, we've gone over the survival to live aspect of it. Um, what else? What else is there to talk about of Subnautica? Oh, vehicles! Oh, crap! I forgot vehicles. Yeah. So, as you play the game, you get um, you know you of course unlock how to build other. Um. Build other yeah uh, buildings. Jesus, Mary and Joseph, my brain is just not functioning the way it should be. But you get you you learn how to build other buildings. But as you go and scan around, you also learn how to build vehicles, and you can build everything from small personal uh, propulsion devices all the way up to full on like submersibles like per like small submersibles to large larger submersibles um it's really cool it's really unique uh it's not of course it's not the first game to have um vehicles in it of course but that it has vehicles in it uh and allows you to build them drive around to them it uh, really gives another another like aspect for exploration that really makes it genuinely fun um genuinely entertaining to play Now, Below Zero has come out, or or came out, I want to say it came out in the last couple of years, but Below Zero came out, and I have yet to play it. I do own it. I just have yet to play it, and it's an expansion onto the original, so I want to see... Well, I guess I got to get first through the original first. I got to get through whatever storyline that is there, and as I said, it... um, the game gives you that sense of isolation, but it doesn't give you that uh, sense of isolation by putting you in a barren situation. Um, you get distress signals. Uh, you get distress signals from other escape pods even. And you've got to go investigate and figure out what's going on. And, uh, and of course, I mean, just like you expect, everything kind of doesn't go your way. You know, there's, there's no survival situation where you're like, oh, man, things are going good. I'm feeling great. No, you end up having to work for it, just like always. Um, but that's where you get lost. That's where you just kind of get lost in the game and lost in the the environment and atmosphere of it. Uh, it just, it, it feels great. It, it does, it just feels real good. And you just, you can lose so much time on it. I think I'm a broken record. I should, You know what? I'm going to end it here. And I am going to just continue playing. Because, yeah, this game deserves to be played. And less talked about. And more played. More play, less talky. So, hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Reviews help people find the show. So, if you enjoy listening to us, let other people know. Let them find out. Um, You can find the game. Blah, 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 blah. You can find this show. Google Play Music, Podcast Attic, Player FM, Spreaker, Your Listen, MyTuner, uh, iHeartRadio, uh, Spotify. Um, man, so many other places. If, if you can't find us, well, you're not looking real hard. That's for damn sure. Um, but <laughs> I'm just joking. But if you can't find us, let us know. We'll upload there. More than happy to. Uh, we have a website, www.gipodcast.com. Currently, it's not got all that much on there. Kind of looks like high school students. Um, project but we're getting there you know we uh we got it set up for free and i'm not a web developer but hopefully in the next six to eight months we can find a web developer throw some funds at it make it look good uh but that's what we're shooting for uh, but check it out let us know um if you have any questions comments death threats we don't care email us gna podcast at gna your um what have I missed? Oh, crap, where you can find me? My name Cecil Xavier. your host. You can find me on Cecil versus Games, on Twitter, Cecil Xavier, everywhere else. Um, Ustream, uh, MyTuner, or no, not MyTuner. Well, actually, yeah, you can find me on Cecil Xavier on MyTuner because I have an account there. But uh, Twitch, Ustream, I don't know, Grinder, Tinder, where Bumble, the... I, I heart Cupid or whatever the hell it is. I don't know. You can find me wherever. I'm, I'm all over the place. Uh, Discords. I'm in mean, everybody's Discord. If I'm not in Discord, let me know. I'll upload there. Just a heads up I am a troll and I shit talk so much. That's why I do not have XP built on my own Discord because I would just wreck everybody and they would be so pissed. So i let everybody else do it. But uh, yeah. If you want to be on the show, if you want to, you are tired of listening to me, just uh, <laughs> rattle on all by my lonesome. Don't uh, don't fret. Come right on. We're more than happy to have you on. We're always very cool about having anybody and everybody on. So just message me, email me, whatever. Jump on our Discord and jump on the show. You don't have to have any podcasting experience or podcasting, uh, well, podcasting really anything. You just gotta want to hang out, really drink and bullshit. So. There you go. Have a great night, all.